Welcome. This is not your average musician podcast with me, Isaac Hernandez, and the argumentative Dalton McLaughlin. What is going on, man? What's it's up? Time to bat. It's time to duel. It's on. Ching. What are we going to argue about today? <laughs> That's for you to find out. But apparently, yeah. um, we're going to have different opinions. We're going to stir the pot. I love stirring pots. Yeah. We have, it's a little bit of a rant, a little bit of a discussion, and a little bit of uh, different opinions, but I think this is a good one, because given our background, where Dalton and I come from, what we see in music, what we hear and appreciate in music varies, and sometimes this can line up, and sometimes it doesn't line up at all, you know? And basically, the, the question and notion that we're trying to discuss today is, what makes music good? or bad as as general as that sounds we're gonna break it down a little bit more than that we're gonna talk about a few things a few styles of music you know about like uh we're gonna talk about academia and like elitism and kind of what that has done not necessarily to the music industry to musicians i think to us like even you know what 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 does that do to us in our perception of music and then you know try to answer that question what makes music good or bad but in in essence i'm I'm here i'm here with my popcorn just waiting to see what you're gonna say what makes music good or bad oh bro it's like the it's like the michael jackson gif you know the one like the thriller where he's eating the popcorn yeah. <laughs> like the thriller movie yeah i'm just like all right what are you gonna throw at me yeah and let's well, get the argument going well i was i was gonna i was gonna preface also the saying that this is personal and it varies so like obviously what is good to dalton might not be good to me might not be good to the other person but what i'm trying to emphasize here is that you can't you almost can't judge all music as like lump it into one and measure it by one standard, right? And that's, I think, what happens. And what what really kicked off this episode is I saw a YouTube video by uh, a famous YouTuber, Rick Beato, which if you listen to this, you might, you might probably know him already. If you don't, he's very good. This is not like a rag on him. Like, I really respect him, look up to him, and I really I really like him. I've, I've learned a lot from him. And he put out this video, like, why is, uh, I think, why is popular music or today's music so boring? And, and he's been on this trend lately of, like, uh, sometimes put, listening to, like, the top 10 Spotify. Or he did one a little bit back in the day, maybe, I want to say a year ago, maybe, about, like, hip-hop and trap. And, you know, I didn't necessarily agree with his uh, method of measuring and, and like, assessing music. Because he, he's like doing it across different genres. And I'm like, it doesn't really work like that anymore. And before I keep going on my rant, let, let's get this let's get this going. So the first thing I want to talk about is elitism. And like mainly music academia and the conservatory in, in the music world. Because even the term, and th- th- this is kicking off to another YouTube video that Adam Neely dropped. Like uh, maybe like six months ago about how like when you say music theory what we're really referring to what we've accepted as a term of music theory is really oh like classical music traditions right that's music theory but it should maybe it could the argument could be said right that it could that it's oh by music theory we mean classical music traditions that's that's actually what it is would you would you agree for sure yeah no i mean with yeah i mean 
and, and it's, it's always not, I don't know, funny, right? But you're saying, okay, music theory, like obviously we have to talk about classical music because that's what it's based off of. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like you're going to talk about music theory, like, well, where does that music come from? At least in the Western sense, we're not talking about Indian raga scales or anything right. like that, which would be a whole nother ballpark. But we're episode. talking about music that's written today, that's popular for the general population of, I would say, like the world, because sometimes yeah. you have like, I'm thinking of like K-pop, you know, yeah. like sometimes they're like rock. I, I don't remember which award. What was it? Um, it wasn't the Grammys. It was like some, the music or the movie awards, like the Oscars or something. But anyways, my family was showing like an Italian like rock group. I don't remember what they're called. Mm. And it could be in Italy. It was like a rock group. And like, I'm saying like minus like world music right. that uses like the not Western style of music, which is mm-hmm. just the 12 notes. Right. Right. That's what it's based off of. It's based off of classical music. So when we talk about anything, you have to go back there because that's where it comes from. That's yeah. what this is. You can't talk about the piano and not talk about Beethoven and Mozart because like those guys wrote the music. That's the harmony we got. That's the instrument that we still use mm-hmm. like and, 300 years later. So And there is nothing, nothing wrong with that. It's a great style of music, great genre. It, and it's almost, it makes me think, it's like, okay, it's like you can't discuss the electric guitar without discussing Jimi Hendrix almost. You know, it's like <clears throat> that kind of, like they were, it, it's attached to these styles, you know, but the the way the, the like academic system is today for, you know, higher education and music, there is an emphasis on two style on two styles of music, which is going to be classical, this like 18th century style that just kind of st- has stuck throughout the last couple hundred of years. And then the newer one, which is jazz. Those are the two academic styles or genres and traditions that are emphasized i think in in academia today and that's a little tricky because then you get these crops of musicians not just now but like for the last few generations that come up in these these styles and train stars what's that you get rock stars right but well that that came like afterwards right yeah Yeah, but then you have these these crops of musicians that are come that come up in these traditions and in a world that's changing. That popular music no longer reflects that kind of style. Like jazz was like popular back in the day, but that has changed, you know. So like, I feel like academia is kind of like lagging behind. It's trying to catch up because the programs are changing. But they're like, listen, popular music is a thing, and we need to bring it into the program, you know. So on that note, what makes popular music interesting? That's it. That's the that's the question, right? Is it interesting or is it really or is it boring, right? Is it and that that's where like this I feel like a lot of it's mostly older generation and you know I I don't have a problem with like coming at them. It's just like then oh. not like an umbrella term. Like I'm sure there it's not the same, but like in this case, I'm going off of this video that you know like Rick Beato, he went to music school and, you know, like, I think it was like a classical bass and he can play jazz. He, he shreds, you know, he knows his deal. Um, but he's kind of arguing that like 
you know, music, there are no diminished chords, you know, or that like, like it's just three chords. It's too, it's simple. It's boring. There is nothing exciting going on. And I'm like, you're, you're trying to measure meters with, with like a ruler that has like miles, you know what I mean? You're not, you're not necessarily converting. And this is, this is the thing with popular music. It's like, you can't measure it with the same with the same stick that you would measure classical music or jazz can, can music. I, can I bring in a, I, I, again, I think it's going to be funny. Do you think it's funny? I don't know. We'll see. Let's find out. But like the, the harmony in, in popular music is simple, but mm -hmm. like what makes it interesting, what makes it cool. We have to go back to a classic line from Shrek, mm -hmm. Mike Myers. And he's like, donkey. I am like an onion. He's like, that means you stink? And I'm like, no, I have layers, yeah. <laughs> layers of complexity. Yes. And I've noticed that today, especially a, a good example of somebody who does layers, Billie Eilish, right? Yes. Like there's nothing like crazy, like harmonic wise with that music, but like that music sells. Um, she's like, what? She won like five or six Grammys, which was mm -hmm. a lot. And <laughs> if you look at like her and her brother, Phineas, right? Uh, is his name and technically i think the last name is uh like o'connell but anyways he just goes by his first name phineas when you look him up but they're mm -hmm. siblings if you didn't know that you live under a musical rock but anyways and there's like videos of him on youtube talking about how he layers like his music and billy eilish music and like that's where like that magic happens and if you listen to like the new song that she has, which I'm blanking on the name of the last album, like the amount of different layers of like music production and like mm -hmm. different, I always say nuggets, like nuggets of adding different instrumentations and having like the same harmonies, but adding different colors and that. I think for me, that's where the magic of popular music is now. And especially mm -hmm. I like, I love EDM. Like EDM is my favorite genre of music. Um, I like San Holo. He's a DJ. He's from the Netherlands. But like his songs are like simple. Like the chords, like I can listen to the song and like <laughs> I, I like know what the chords are after hearing it once. But I'm like, yeah, what he's keeps not modulating in the middle of it. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, what keeps coming me back? I'm like, well, like he has like a little guitar thing and it's simple. And then there's another layer and then there's a little. And then there's like this drop and then there's like these little fills and things that I don't even know what he does on the computer, but they're dope. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't care that it's the same five chords for five minutes. So there's like different layers. Would you say so. that that's not even just as masterful making a five chord, a three chord progression, not boring, like it's, right. Yeah, making it enticing it enough, right. For three <laughs> minutes, five minutes. Yeah. It's, no, it's, that's what it is. That's the magic. That is mm. the mastery is doing right. that um adding those layers making it cool and you know who else is good at it on mm. just showing another layer genre in rock uh, i think a band that's really good and who knows maybe this is where the argument starts i think the eagles are really mm. good with that where they would have like four people playing guitar and like think of like hotel california like quintessential eagle song i was listening to it the other day in the car and i'm like all right what makes this cool? It's the little guitar fills, right? The subtle little drum things, you mm -hmm. know, like that's what like makes it cool. Like the song's like simple, the chords aren't hard, but right before like the verse with like the hi-hat and little that, and which I just yeah. goofed the rhythm, but whatever, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
or the little fills with uh, Joe Walsh and that, like that's for me in the pop music, that's what makes it cool. Because if that wasn't there, I'd be bored. Right, right. It's keeping you, keeping you. Yeah. And there is something to be said for like, I don't think complexity doesn't necessarily mean good music and simplicity doesn't mean boring or bad music to make something simple. And I guess to find another example, it's like, and I've seen uh, interviews with uh, John Williams, right? Star Wars composer, you know, just legendary. Um, And his, you listen to like the Superman theme, the Jurassic Park theme, the, you know, the Star Wars theme. I was like, is this necessarily complicated? I mean, the final result is like, you know, the orchestration is obviously, but like the tune that's in your head, I was like, it's simple. It's the, it's in your head. You can sing it, you know, like, and I think that's the point. And he's talked about like how he like has to refine and refine and like kind of just trim the fat to make sure that it's it's just it's just what it needs to be, you know, no more. Like, I mean, dude, the Jaws theme, right? Like, how hilarious is that, right? It's just like a half step up, and I'm like, you're going to... Yeah, but it's it's like it's the layers behind it. You know, you mm-hmm. have that, but then you have the other, like, the strings are doing the little right. spooky thing, and then, like, dude, it's layers. We're the all gold... onions. Right, the, yeah, it's a, that, that's a, it's a really great analogy. Okay, I forgot, I can't miss that, but, yeah, it's the... The layers between, and sometimes the the gold, it's not, for example, for the gold for classical music, it's going to be in the harmony, right? Because it's going to be dope, sophisticated, and you're going to switch keys. You're going to have, like, really cool melodies. Uh, and But here, for example, you go to pop music, you can't look for the gold in the harmony anymore, you know? And I was like, dude, production, music production wasn't a thing back then, you know? So how can you, ju- how can you judge the two genres you know, this in the same manner. And for me, a big one, and you've heard me talk about this a lot of times, it's like hip hop and now trap, you know, like, you know, since he kept it, but it's like the newest kind of music, you know, coming up in the night in the late 80s, early 90s, and it's evolved, you know, it's a new music that's on a, on a mix of cultural things that weren't around 50 years ago. You know, it's it's so new. And, and you know, when people want to judge it on like, it's just two chords and a backbeat. I'm like, you're missing the point. That's not where the gold is, you know, and, and I, the, I, I, go ahead. <clears throat> the gold is in that scratchy noise in the lo-fi. <laughs> that, ah, <laughs> check the lo-fi episode. <laughs> but yeah, but it's, you know, when people say like, oh, it's it's too simple. This and I'm like, really? Like, try to try to spit rhymes just like you know like whoever like x artists and try to make it sound and feel good you know try to do that and then tell me it's you know tell me a story like that or even even like the new, newer songs that are like oh they're too simple they're, they're you know whatever or they're it's just not not very creative and i'm like then you try to do that you try to get that that snare sound you know, that's like layered and produced. You try to get that 808 sound because like trap production is like, I, for me, it's like right now, like the pinnacle of like music production. Like it sounds so damn good that it's, and you know, the, the all these guys have like their crazy techniques. It's almost a new instrument, you know, music production, making things sound so damn crisp that, you know, that if I, I approach it with like, oh, I'm just looking, it's just riffing on one chord, Dalton. Like what's... What's to be found here? What's what's the point? Layers. Yeah, exactly. It's just like you got to like a prism, you know, like I would think about music like that, like a prism, like you got to shift it to find the other color and you're still looking at the same thing. You just can't look at it through the same the same lens. And, 
you know, I think mu- this ha- this has happened with music because if we we go to like folk music, it's going to be a little different. Like what attracts Dalton, for example, to like flamenco, it's going to be very different than what attracts me to the music that I like. Shredding, <laughs> Just yeah, absolute, right, bro. They shred so hard. <laughs> I just can't even. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, and well, if you think of like folk music with that and i'm assuming i could be wrong you're probably thinking of like traditional mexican folk music maybe or is that what you you think or is that like your go-to because like my go-to is flamenco yeah for me i hear the boleros and the rancheras you you know what what? you know what i i'm still i'm just gonna say layers this is gonna be my mantra for today but like Mm -hmm. you know i'm i'm at the uh the taqueria they're playing the uh, the mariachi music and it's still layers bro yeah. you know what gets me going it's that that vibrato that flabby vibrato on the trumpet i was gonna say the trumpets yeah you know the, the trumpet <laughs> yep. and then when they throw in the little clarinet and then i hear like the tuba go boom 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 boom, boom. and i'm just like yeah. yeah you get it tuba guy and then yeah. you have the trumpets and then who knew they could and, make those instruments sound so good like they've got soul in them you know <laughs> yeah but it's just like the layers because if you just take the song and you're strumming it on the guitar then it, it sounds or if like you write guy. it down on paper you put you put it on paper and you look at it it's like yeah there's nothing to this like big deal you know layers yeah yeah the, yeah the the boleros jump out on me and the goal for me there is not the rhythm the the guitar you know like a bolero take the guitar pattern is going to be very repetitive and not necessarily a bad thing but that's what it is it's like uh, like a wapango has a very like distinct you know rhythm right but then for me i'm like okay where's the goal and it's like the lyrics bro they're like the most beautiful like poems like stories you know put to to music you know and i'm like mm-hmm. you know you that, and that trumpet vibrato that trumpet vibrato yes but you see how we're like digging for the digging for two or like taking two different things out of it right like for you it's that trumpet for me it's the stories and and that's what I, I i'm trying to emphasize here that or like in flamenco like what moves dalton he sent me he always sends me these videos of guys shredding and that i know that's what's getting him up to like okay i gotta practice like inspires him and what I'm getting at is that if you're on two sides of the coin here, one of them being you're a musician, maybe you went to school and you have like, oh, some music is better than this and that. And I'm like, try to open up and see. And like if a lot of people listen to a particular style of music, it you know, I really don't like it feels like a cop out. You know, it's like that. Oh, it's it's so boring. Then why do like millions of people listen to it? Like, are they all wrong or like lesser, you know, listeners than you because you're trained or that, you know, that you have this education or whatever, you know, that. So that means everybody likes a snob. Yeah, exactly. It's like a music snob, right? Like, so that means that millions of people, they're all like lesser, you know, and they're simple minded because they like this music or that maybe you maybe you're not seeing what it's all about maybe you're missing the point you know about x type of music and on the other side because i remember coming up it was very intimidating right when i i was just a baby musician and like thinking about oh i should study music and making a big to do about classical and jazz and and all these other styles of music and i'm like sometimes you also have to be open because it's demanding music like i'm 
like classical music, like it took me a while for me to get an ear for it and like just appreciate because it's it's a lot of shit going on. If you've only ever listened to popular sometimes, music, yeah, and sometimes the classical pieces last. It, you know, it's great, but like, yo, have you ever gone to the symphony live and an hour and ten minutes later they finished? Yeah. they finished. <laughs> The, the first like song you know yeah. it's like a piece it's like a masterpiece but like yeah. for like somebody who's not familiar with that kind of music to them like all right you just listen to uh, a Mahler symphony right mm-hmm. and sure there's different movements and that but like you're not allowed to clap for an hour and 10 minutes yeah because that's like this that's the, the, the song which it's like a piece but like it's the same thing like you're listening for something else but you go back to pop music and it's short it's sweet Mm-hmm. it's cool there's not as much complexity but like there's different layers just like the Mahler symphony there's so many layers dude there's like 120 people up there playing yeah. so and there's la- different just... music that's going to demand different things out of the listener like i would say maybe like popular music is going to demand something out of like the music snob and the complicated more or complex music sophisticated if you want to call it that it's going to demand something out of the average listener you know and they're they're demanding in their own right yeah, we, we got into not a tussle at MSM, but it was after uh, Kendrick Lamar won the Pulitzer Prize for music. Yeah. Oh, and I remember that. People yeah, were not yeah, that was that was a happy. fun day yeah. <laughs> at Music Conservatory. Yeah. And just, just coming in right off the bat, um, our guitar teacher was like, I just don't get it, blah, 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 thinking like classical music. And then us all at classical music's like, bro, like that music's comp- complex. There's like lots of meaning in the words. And like our teacher who is a little bit on the older side was like, kind of just like a little bit like, maybe I need to actually like listen to these kids. Like they're all playing classical guitar, but they're saying, yeah, Kendrick Lamar did deserve the Pulitzer prize. Yeah. And it's interesting because you're, you're not the first classical. We know, I think a fair amount, well, you more than me, but I've heard a decent amount of like classical musicians and guitarists and they love listening to hip hop. They love listening to pop music. I mean, t- like Dalton, he loves listening to EDM music. Like that should tell you something, you know. If these guys have devoted their lives and skill set to classical music, but they enjoy listening to all these things, you know, and uh, like yeah, Ken- like you know, like Kendrick Lamar is just like I like that, you know, like oh maybe I, maybe I gotta listen to these these kids. I think if <laughs> uh, yeah, I think if I just listened to classical guitar music, I would be very boring. I'd be mm-hmm. bored. Dude, yeah, there's, there's so much out there, like. Don't be a don't be a uh, snob. Don't cut off a music. There's something that you don't get. Mm-hmm. So it's always just like I'm trying to think of when it's like someone just just says like you don't get it and like well what do you have to do to get it? Like, right. Yeah. Because so that gotta... that happened to me with uh, my first guitar teacher. Like I told him I I think I want to learn jazz. You know because I thought that's what I needed to do. And and he I tried and I didn't get it. That that was the, that was the best way I can put. It. I didn't get it. I tried listening and listening and listening, and I was like, I don't get it. And it took took me a long time to like kind of like, oh okay, you know. But it was only until like my ears were up to the task, you know that that kind of thing. And even no, even you, with yeah, go ahead. You weren't you weren't deep enough in your layers, bro. You're like. You only understood the first layer and to like yeah. really appreciate it, you need to be like eight layers in. So Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? there are no pentatonics here, bro. And I can't follow the backbeat. I, what was going on? Oh <laughs> I'm going to work in pentatonics into every episode from now on for the next. Hey, time. you should join the group, the pentatonics, <laughs> the, the acapella singing group. You should they... just like 
email them and say, so I'm Mr. Pentatonic, and I was wondering if I could have a position in your ensemble. <laughs> Nobody is more passionate in, <laughs> about the pentatonics than Mr. Pentatonic. But yeah, man. But that's, that's kind of, to put a bow on it, that's what we had to, uh, to discuss today, that keeping, like, I think the answer is, like, you know, keep, keep an open mind. Keep your ears open and stretch, you know, like as a listener, don't be just a passive listener where you, you know, like, you know, become active and like listen to music that demands more out of you, you know, that maybe you don't agree with right away. And you're like, okay, I'm not getting it. And like Dalton said, ask why. On, on, a, on a closing note, mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll have to address and I want you to give me uh, some nuggets of wisdom because I'm just like, there's a mu- style of music that I don't get. Mm. It's country. I've tried. Yeah. And sometimes, like, I've listened to it more, but I'm like, all right, for for the the last little thing of today, if you have that genre of music that's out there, and for me, it's country, Yeah. what would you say? What would your uh, words of wisdom be? So I'm putting you on the spot, bro. Are you putting me on the spot? Yeah. Um, so I need to listen to more country because it's my least favorite genre of music. You know what? It's what do I need to listen for. You know what? It's I think the way I've conceived of it is, and I'm now I'm thinking like why I think it opened me more up to popular music and even in country music. And then there's like like older country music and like new country or like you know which essentially for me like the way I can think of it is like popular music but with the country things right the countryisms and uh, Jess likes country music and she she likes she likes the backstreet boys she likes uh NSync Christina like like those big she came up in those big like Janet Jackson so you know we like take turns on the radio and sometimes I'm blasting Joy Division and sometimes she's blasting bye 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 by NSync right and instead of closing myself off I felt like being like oh no 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 this I really, I, I, I've, I've had moments of like, w- she's enjoying it so much. Like, what is in here that she's enjoying so much, you know? And in, in regards to country, it wasn't so hard for me to get into it. Not that I'm a fan, but I can appreciate. I think one production value, it's like also jumped up, you know, where it's like popular music type production. The instrumentation, like there were legit, like more like rock like solos in there. That's obviously. It's not going to be hard for me to get into. It's it's all over country music. And, you know, we're talking a lot of like rock blue style that maybe uh, wasn't Brent Mason's. Yeah, but there. even. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. Just just like that, where that and then there is all the storytelling aspect of it, which maybe from the outside, it seems a little silly because a lot of the songs might be like the cowboy guy going to the bar and get or like the girl singing about how the guy cheated on her you know and things like that and you'll find like i don't know clever cute like lyrical uh, schemes here and there like the the song i listened to the other day is the yeah. farmer's daughter <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> you know bro. that one no but uh, maybe i do if you put oh, it I on to yeah, send i send it to yeah. you the, yeah oh my god i I just laugh at it but maybe i need to like i need to find the nugget yeah i need to listen for the music production for me, for me, the nuggets have been like they get the guitar, the instrumentation, and things like that. Where I'm like, oh, this is like pop music and things like that. Um, where I find, am I like, is my playlist? Do I have a country playlist now? No, 
but I gave, I'm give it a fair chance where like I you know I keep it open and I'm like okay what is in this music right and it's it's fun you don't have to like everything I'm not gonna sit here and tell you oh I love country music because I don't you know but I'm like I can see why people like it as opposed to be like this music sucks you know no it's just not for me right you know what I'm saying it's like two different mindsets I think because if you like oh this music sucks you're possibly you're possibly closing yourself off to like opportunities that like you know what which one got me that was like weird like uh this fusion band or or not fusion but it, it was like macedonian music like i was on that kick like years ago and I, there was this one band that like they took rock instrumentation and they were playing these like traditional macedonian songs and odd meters and like really cool scales i listened to that album so many times and i was like i don't know if i would have listened to that five ten years ago when all like i was all about it was just rock music everything else was garbage to me you know and then you know things like that well don't don't be a scrub <laughs> just just listen with an open mind there you go kids all right thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you on the next one <laughs>